0: In this 10-minute video with Dr. Doug Cowan, we are gonna look at an epidemic in America with the problem of loneliness. Loneliness in the workplace, loneliness at home, and the stress that that brings. So we're gonna talk about loneliness, but also exactly what you can do in the morning, at noon, in the evening time, to help to overcome this sense of loneliness. Hi, I'm Dr. Doug Cowan, welcome to my office. I wanted to share this with you. Cigna Healthcare just came out with a very important study about loneliness, how it impacts us across the country. They studied 20,000 people in this study and asked them questions. It's a scale from UCLA, a loneliness scale. Asked them questions from this survey and found that almost half of all people in the United States are lonely, experience loneliness, or feeling alone in their lives most of the time or all of the time. It was a remarkable study, so I wanted to share it with you because it's important for you to understand this in the workplace. Loneliness, of course, the sense of being alone, the sense of having nobody to help you out, is, is harmful for us in a, in a number of ways. It's it impacts certainly our personal lives and our relationships. It impacts us in the workplace and, and hurts our productivity and performance. When we're feeling down or alone, it, it impacts how well we perform in the workplace. It impacts our health and our mental health and can lead to depression, which, of course, is crippling for many people. So this idea of loneliness is something that we really need to figure out how to intervene with, um, how to help people who are experiencing that, and that's a lot of people. What was surprising to me in this study is that loneliness was related to age, and entirely backward to how I thought it would be related, just the inverse. I really thought in looking at a study like this that people over the age of 65 so you have the boomer generation and then you have what's called the greatest generation 70 72 and up that i thought they would be experienced the most sense of loneliness because as you age of course your 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 spouse may die your friends may die people that you've known since high school people are starting to die and so you would expect that they would have this greater sense of loneliness when, in fact, they recorded the lowest sense of loneliness, as if they have found other ways to cope with their situations. They have a better support network, more people they can talk to, more people that they can can dine with or have conversation with or whatever. It was, in fact, the youngest generations, what's called Generation Z, That's 18 to 22-year-olds. And then millennials, so pretty much anybody under the age of 30 that reported the highest levels of loneliness and also the worst sense of being healthy. People in their 70s reported a greater degree of feeling healthy than people in their 20s. So that really surprised me. There's something going on. And the first thing that came to my mind was it's because of social media. That the common use of Facebook, Instagram, and so on, social media, would create for them just a sense of very shallow relationships. Not really seeing people very much face-to-face and feeling like you had 500 friends. And and yet, their friends are you know, only putting up what's really remarkable about their lives that day and things that they're doing that you weren't invited to and, and so on. And we know that that does have impact in people's mental health, and it seems to be growing a sense of depression among people, but but that was specifically studied in this, that the use of social media was not much of a factor in whether people felt lonely or not, and that really surprised me. What wasn't asked was how much of the percentage of your life was spent with a cell phone in your hand or using social media. So people under the age of 30, of course, the, the majority of their life, at least 60% of their life, and the younger you get, the higher that percentage goes, people own cell phones. The young people have cell phones in their pockets all the time, in their hands, all day long, where the boomers and the greatest generation people, the older you get, the less of a percentage of your life you've had a cell phone. So that wasn't... Wasn't considered, but uh, you know, I just don't know where to put that I just know that the younger you are, the more of a sense of loneliness that you have Almost 50% of people under the age of 30 reported feeling lonely much of the time or all the time The use of cell phones for social media just didn't seem to matter Being male or female didn't seem to matter But some things did matter a lot Income levels mattered a lot. The more money you made, the less you felt lonely or alone. Your family dynamics mattered a lot. The more functional, to use that word, your family was, the the less that you felt lonely. Single moms reported a high degree of loneliness. They're they're living with their kids, but a high degree of loneliness. Why? Because being a single mom is like the hardest job in the whole world. So so that was was a factor that was reported Work satisfaction mattered a great deal. If people are working at jobs that they just hate, they feel more lonely than people who feel like their job is the greatest thing in the world and they just can't wait to get to work the next day. And probably the biggest statistical marker that really mattered was having daily, in-person, one-on-one, face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball conversations that are meaningful with other people. But only 55% of the population surveyed, of the 20,000 people surveyed, will do this every day. Only half the people, little over half the people, will have meaningful conversations with another person face-to-face, in person. Not on the phone, not on Skype, as good as those can be, but certainly not you know, in private messaging. But face-to-face, that mattered a lot that people do that. Other factors that seem to help is getting eight hours or more of sleep every night. The more sleep you get, the better you feel about yourself and about your situation. Your work hours, not feeling like you work too many hours or too few hours, but just right, that mattered a lot. And when you work just right, the just right amount of hours, it allows you to spend more time with your family. And so that's where that comes out. Then also exercise. The more you exercise on a regular basis, the better you felt about yourself and the less that you felt a sense of loneliness. So here are some ideas that I'd recommend for you, for people that you work with. If you're a manager, you might want to encourage the people who work for you to to consider these things. Here are some things you can do. In the morning, I would encourage you to exercise. Just a brisk walk for 20 minutes, like you're late for work, that kind of pace. Just 20 minutes a day releases serotonin and dopamine in the brain that will last in your brain up to eight hours. So just 20 minutes of vigorous exercise a day in the morning can can make a huge difference. Also in the morning, just to spend 15 or 20 minutes of quiet time before you leave for work, to get up, spend some time in gratitude every day. That changes the way the brain works. Helps the brain to feel better all day, just like that brisk walk will. Helps the brain to feel better. Gratitude. Just list five people or things in your life that you are truly grateful for. Write them down. Consider each one of them. Thank God for each one of them. And just practice gratitude for a few minutes. And then sort of sketch out your day based upon the goals that you have for the week or for the the month or the quarter Sketch out your day so you have some idea what's important in your day and that helps you decide things that are not important in your day. And then spend a little bit of time with your family, even if it's just five minutes in the morning. Spend some time hugging your kids, hugging your spouse, hugging whomever it is in your family. But but just spend that time with the important people in your life before you leave for work. And then at lunch, I'd recommend this. Take someone to lunch. Talk to someone. Take someone to lunch so you can just talk to them face-to-face. Talk to people. Talk to family. Talk to friends. Talk to coworkers. But spend some time, 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes, talking to somebody face-to-face about some conversation that you would say is at least moderately meaningful to you and to them. And then after work, I would certainly recommend this, that you be with your family, that you spend time With your spouse, your kids, that you be with some friends that matter to you, and that you relax a bit. Turn off the TV. Hide your cell phone for about two hours. The world will wait. You can call them back in two hours. Hide your cell phone for about two hours and just be with the people that you care about. Now, if you do all those things and you're experiencing this loneliness, maybe even depression, and things don't really change for you and you just don't know why hey i'd encourage you to see your doctor get a physical talk with him or her about that Uh, when it comes to clinical depression about 20% of all clinical depressions are from issues like thyroid issues so you do want to get a checkup if you're not feeling well go talk to your doctor about that maybe then talk to a therapist talk to a pastor talk to somebody important in your life and in your community about how you're feeling and how, how you might be able to improve your situation. I'm Dr. Doug Cowan, thanks for coming to my office.